Welcome to the 360 Serve podcast. In this episode, Pastor Daniel from Uganda, he's going to introduce us to several different tools the church planners use to reach their areas for Christ. I'm Mark Tyler. So glad you're with us. Are you someone who would like to make a greater impact in global missions, but you're not sure how? Maybe you've tried to get involved, but you run into all these barriers like the language barrier. I don't speak their language or the travel barrier. How can I get there, especially now with all these COVID-19 travel restrictions or the finance barrier? I don't have that kind of money. 360 Serve is about a new way to do missions. We help you support indigenous church planners at $50 per month to change the world. 360 Serve supports church planning movements in many of the least reached countries in our world today. Every church planning movement is unique to that country. Why? The church planners utilize strategies that are effective for their particular culture. You know, the gospel never changes, right? But the strategies and tools used to share the gospel, they always change, depending on the culture. Today, we continue our conversation with Pastor Daniel, who will introduce us to several strategic projects that God is using to reach so many people in Uganda for Christ. Here is Pastor Daniel. Well, it's so good to be back with Pastor Daniel uh, from Uganda. And Pastor Daniel, we want to talk in this session about just the projects that church planters use to advance the gospel into Uganda. Certainly, we support church planters at $50 a month, but they often need tools to do the work of the ministry. And uh, we're going to, in this session, just talk about the unique tools uh, Ugandan church planters need. And uh, let's, let's, how are you doing today, Pastor Daniel? I'm doing great, Pastor Mark. I'm doing great. I'm doing so great. How about you over there? Everything is uh, good, and uh, we thank the Lord, and uh, it's a joy to just talk to you again. And so let's let's begin with uh, talking about just the importance of the Crusades that is kind of unique to Uganda, and it really helps advance the church planning cause. Talk to us about that. That's one of the projects that uh, we list that we can help you guys uh, with. So talk a little bit about that. Yeah, thanks, Pastor Mark. Uh, what we do is mostly, uh, as we do church planting, we also do what we call open air crusade. Uganda is blessed that we have, uh, we 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 have been blessed by the Lord that we have the freedom of worship. And I always tell people uh, that if this is the chance that we have, that we have a Christian president. Let's use the time that the Lord has set for us, before us, to be able to use it wisely. Because you never know what will happen after, after the president is no longer the president of the country. So another president can come in, another pharaoh can come in and say eh, that crusades are not allowed. So what we do is we organize what we call open air crusade the reason we organize for open air crusade is because we came to discover that uh, we have to go to where people are and this is one of the methods that jesus used let's find them where they are but finding them where they are 
will always need a lot of facilitation for us to be able to do that effectively. Many years ago, we used it to walk carrying drums, carrying empty jerrycans, because it's what we used it to use to be able to make these open-air crusades. But because of the mass, the congregation that come to these crusades, we came to realize that it was uh, no longer working for a very few people. So now what we do is when we go, right now what we've been doing is we've been hiring equipments where we have the speakers, we have the keyboard, we have the drums, we have the cars to, to take the equipments. We need the, the van to transport the, the, the ministers, the staff to be able to go and the tents where we stay. Because most of the times when we go in these remote areas, there are no hotels, there is no water, there is no toilets, there are no toilets, there is nothing. So what we do, sometimes we take our own small tents and then we share the tents two by two. And then we also take a very big tent because uh, where we go, most of the times people, they are no shelter, they are no buildings. So because when we go, we even train the people and equip them and hold a conference or seminar. We still set up this big tent so that at least people can have shelter. And then we feed them also when we go. Because when we go, the people where we go, they don't have money to be able to buy food. So what we do is when we go, we still have to feed them and show them the love of Christ. So for us to be more effective, we have to carry all these equipments so that we set them up and be able to, you know, set them up and then be able to have this open air crusade. And in our open air crusades, what happens is that now when we sit, when we switch on the music, when we switch on the, the, the equipment, very many people will come. We even announce and we tell them, we even do the, the like truck drive and we announce that there's also going to be preaching and Jesus and Jesus film is going to be shown to the people and there is a conference and there is baptism and there is this so people gather they leave their holes in the in the gardens they leave each and everything they do within that week full week usually we do it five days Monday to Friday so people will leave each and every other kind of work and they will run to the crusade and when they come to the crusade, now we are able to speak the word of the Lord boldly. And then the following day, then we teach them during daytime and then have crusade every evening from 4 p.m. to 8 p.m. in the night. And this is what we do for the full week. So for us to be more effective, that is why we always go with all these other equipments. And they help us to be able to to uh, you know, publicize the name of the Lord more broadly into all other different regions and all those other different communities within that, within that area. So it is one of the things that we do. And when we go, most of the times, the, sometimes the, the weather is not the best, whereby the, the road is slippery because it is mud road. They are mostly mud roads. So, uh, trucks will sometimes even fail to be able to reach 
uh, to the venue. But what we do, because we go with a team of people, so what we do is to carry all the equipments from the truck to go and take them to the venue and then be able to set them up uh, to be able to do the gospel and then be able to preach the gospel of the Lord. So that this is one of the things that we have been doing in, in our country. So equipments are very, very essential in this kind of ministry of church planting. And for us to be more effective, we always call more other people and all other churches within that same community. And then we work together to be able to sensitize and raise awareness about Christ and the mm. power of his resurrection. So this is what we do uh, in Uganda when you talk about church planting. Amen. Well, I know that's culturally relevant, you know, and uh, like you're saying, it's legal, it's allowed, and you guys are maximizing that. And so what are some of the the things, actually, if you were to break that down for someone who may be just touched by this, they're even listening right now, what are some of the items, uh, Pastor Daniel, that you need right now to just kind of raise this level of being able to do your crusades? What What do you practically, specifically need? Yeah, Pastor Mark, we need uh, speakers. We need speakers. We need uh, a truck. We need a van. We need uh, a tent, a, a big tent where people can meet at once. Then we also have some other small tents where we sleep because mostly when we go, we have no place that can accommodate like 25 to 30 people in total uh, uh, for our team. Uh, with equipment, I don't know whether I can just break them all down, but oh, it is just speakers, then the keyboard, then the drums. We have the jitters and uh, uh, we, we need the lights. And then we, we also use the... Uh, the 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 uh uh the film because we show the Jesus's film so we need the projector that's what we use the projector curtain the projector and yeah those are some of the equipments that are very essential and also the platform because sometimes we go into places where and then it rains just suddenly and some places here are so that that rain will go on and go on and go on and on. So within the season of people, at all we have that uh, that platform that from that has that cover, then that also equipment, and then have to as many people as possible. So those are some of the major uh, to be able to have a very successful crusade uh, uh, in our country. Great. We can list that. You can find that on our website. Uh, thank you so much, Pastor Daniel. You've mentioned motorcycles that are greatly needed by church planners. That's another tool that we help out with. And just uh, building churches, and that's another tool that we you did talk a little bit about on that level as well. Uh, and the other big thing is just training. I know that this is a big heart for you, that you invest into your church planners and families. And so I think there's a conference, actually, that you guys have a vision for in October. Tell us a little bit about that. 
Yeah, thanks, Pastor Mark. Yeah, we are having a training. We, we, we just came to realize, Pastor Mark, that however much you equip a husband without equipping a wife, at the end of the day, if they don't come to see the same vision, the vision can fail. So what we realized by the grace of God was that we need to bring these two people together so that we can be able to share the same vision so that if we all get to teach them to have the same vision, then this is going to be very much more effective because everybody will now be seeing the same vision, same time and same direction. So what we intend to do in October, we are intending to bring up all our spouses together put them in one place and then train them, cast the vision for church planting. But we are looking at more of having more time with these women so that they are able to buy into the vision of their husbands. In this, it's going to help them to be able to support them in prayers, support them in each and every area. Even when the husband moves out into the remote area to plant the church, the wife will still back the husband. She will back him up. And we saw that this is very, very important to bring these people together. And secondly, so that they can also have their time out together. Because in Uganda, Pastor Mark, it is very hard, absolutely very hard, to find a pastor telling you that he has had time with his wife away. I will tell you that um, years and years, I failed to get time with my wife. Not because I don't want to do it, but it is very hard. Because we really want the family to be together. And we want the ministry of church planting to be together. We thought of having these women, minus all their children, let them come and have some quiet time for, you know, between a husband and wife, because the Lord requires of that. And we found out that there is no other way that these people can be encouraged apart from bringing them together so that they can also be together and have some time together away from children, away from home, away from church, away from all these other troubles of the world so that they can come in one place and be able to rejuvenate and be able to, to reactivate the vision that the Lord has called them to do. And above all, we would also want to encourage them so that they can, can become great supporters of their husbands, all of all supporters of their wives. Amen. Really want to bring them together. Yeah, I think there's some of our listeners that are married right now saying, we need that conference. <laughs> and uh, but but thank you, Pastor Daniel, for, you know, pouring in to the church planners. And, you know, when I, as I've traveled with you and I just see uh, the quality of the men and women and yet the challenges that they're facing. But thank you for pouring in. And uh, again, this is an area that we can resource. The Lord may be speaking to some of us about that these conferences. I know that your heart goes beyond just the married 
couple, the church planner and his wife, but also to the kids. And I think there's a conference that you have envisioned, which I thought was so beautiful. Share about that. I think it's for January. What was your thoughts on that? Yeah, thanks, Pastor Mark, again. Yeah, we also thought that it would not be of any importance if the father is a church planter and the father has planted many churches in every area of the country, but the children are left behind. So we found out that sometimes these children, when they are left out, they cannot even be able to know or buy into the vision that the Lord has given to the father. So we thought of getting all our children together because it is also very important as the fathers are raising up, are doing the work of the ministry, they also need to raise this seed so that the seed can be able to take over on the ministry. Because at the end of the day, the father will retire in ministry. The father maybe will be called by the Lord to rest but then we need to raise up the children so that they can be able to buy into the same vision and be able to take on the ministry. So what we thought of, if only the father is trained, if only the father is equipped, if only the father is given all the resources and the father forgets the child, it will still not benefit us a lot. But we thought, if this ministry is to go forward, church planting ministry, if this movement is to be effective in Africa, in Uganda, if at all churches are to be planted, we would not want to leave our children behind. We would not want to let them go. We would want to leave. We would want them to be with us because that is where our hearts are. If you have a child born in ministry, serving together with you, I still believe that this is something that is very critical. So I thought that it was, it was going to be very good to bring these children together and let us have this beautiful time. And the reason why we're bringing them together is because most of the children's pastors, church planters, uh, church planters, their children hate ministry because of what their fathers go through. They don't see any breakthrough financially. They don't see any breakthrough in their school. They don't see any breakthrough in, in, in each and every other way. So at the end of the day, they end up hating to be like their fathers. They end up hating God like God did not provide for our father. So we thought of all this, and I said, within my spirit, please, let's be able to organize this conference so that we can bring, be able to bring these children together and show them the greatness and the master that the Lord has given unto their parents to be able to be called in ministry. And we, that's what we want to show them. We just want to bring this big vision and narrow it down into them. And then the last day, we are going to call all church planters together with all their children. And we are going to have this wonderful and conducive time because we came to find out that church planters have not been able to save time for their families and for their children. And we would not want their children to neglect the ways of the Lord. 
So we are preparing this day, another one day, last day, where all church planters are going to come and they are going to spend 24 hours with their own children. Very safe. Let the father pour into the children and let the children pour back into the father. And this is the time that is going to be a time of reconciliation where we hope to see that these children who have been complaining, who have not been seeing what the Lord is doing in the hearts of their fathers, let them come back to their fathers and let the father come back to their children, as Malachi says. So this is what we are trying to create so that by the time we leave this conference, children will have spoken and poured their hearts into the hearts of their fathers and let the father also pour their hearts into the lives of their children. And at last, we are going to pray for them all and we shall ask the fathers to pray for the children, their own children, so that they can be able to tap into that grace and that anointing. And then that will be the end of our conference. So we hope that that is also going to help us so much and will help the families of the church planters to be able to reunite and be able to work hand in hand, not as one man, not as one wife, but as a family. If they get to understand this vision as a family together, then I believe that there is no way, who, there's no devil who will be able to stand in front of this movement and overcome it in the name of Jesus. As all families come together, I believe that no weapon formed against this church planting movement will be able to succeed. So we don't want to leave our families together, but we would want to work hand in hand to support the church planting movement in Uganda. Amen. Wow. Thank you, Pastor Daniel, for uh, your vision for the family moving together to accomplish the Great Commission in Uganda. Let me just ask you a very honest question. All of these trainings that you've outlined here, these tools that are needed, even crusades, uh, just where does that money come from? I know that you live totally on faith, but how can we pray for you on this? And, uh, you know, is there a budget for this? How does that work? And uh, we certainly are going to come alongside of this, but I'd like our listeners to hear a little bit from that standpoint of what it's like for you to cast this vision and trust God for it to come about. Yeah, Pastor Mark, the fact is we don't have any penny. But we don't have any promise from anywhere. But this is how we believe God and this is how we trust God. It is out of nothing uh, that we put this budget and call upon God and tell God that this is the work. We are, we are partnering together with you and may you please provide. But I'm here to let you know we don't have any hope, any promise, anything on the table, or we don't even have anyone that has promised to be able to support any of this. But, you know, even if we don't have, we still have the vision and faith that God will make a way. I don't know how, I don't know when, I don't know which method, and I don't even need to know his method. I just wait to see what the Lord is going to be doing in the near future out of this. Praise the Lord. Well, that is what I saw when I drove with you everywhere in Uganda, 
God provides in the midst of uh, of just incredible odds that are against this, and yet that's our God. He's faithful, and uh, He moves and works. And look what God has done uh, in Uganda through your ministry, Pastor Daniel and Erica. And I love your heart for the cha- for the family. I want to pray for you right now, and pray for our listeners as well especially our families. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, we thank you for this segment where our hearts are stirred by the work of the gospel in Uganda for these dear families that come together, husband and wives and and kids and Pastor Daniel and Erica, and they're wanting to reach Uganda for Christ, especially these remote areas. And Lord, you've given them vision and and uh, they've identified areas, tools that that they can use to advance the gospel. And yet, Lord, you're going to provide, and we just trust you for that. I pray, oh God, for the health of these families. I pray for these conferences to pour into uh, wives and children and unite them together as a family in love. I pray for our listeners. I pray for those right now. Our own families here in the United States, may you bless, may you draw us together around the Lord Jesus Christ and give us that common vision to reach our world for Christ. But Lord Jesus, we pray for not only the church planners that we support, but also these projects that Lord, you would raise up and you would do your work for your glory, honor, and praise, and we'll give you thanks. And we pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. All right, Pastor Daniel, will you have a good rest of your day. It's a joy to talk with you. All right. Thank you, Pastor Mark. Thank you, Mama Tracy. May the Lord bless you so much. Thank you for this time. I know that it's been a blessing and partnering together with you in the kingdom of God has been the best ever since we got to know you. Isn't it exciting to hear about the different projects God has placed on Pastor Daniel's heart to reach Uganda for Christ? I love Pastor Daniel's faith. Nothing is stopping from him. Talking about all of these projects, trusting God to supply. Is God speaking to you right now? Encouraging you to come alongside and support one of these church planning projects? Here's your action step of the day. Support the project of your choice in Uganda or in any country where God leads you. Go to 360serve.org, click on Projects, And check out the dozens of projects that are listed, like helping with Bibles, getting the Word of God into the hands of people, helping with a motorcycle. The church planners, they're often planning so many churches and they need that transportation to get to these unreached areas. Helping with a conference, providing training for these church planners to pray and be equipped to be sent out. 360 Serve is about helping you support indigenous church planners, but also for helping you support indigenous church planning projects as the Lord leads you to advance the gospel into these unreached areas around the world. So thank you for joining us today. See you next episode as Pastor Daniel will introduce us to the world of spiritual warfare in Uganda. Trust me, this is an episode you don't want to miss. It's going to change your life and the way you view the United States, but also the world as a whole. Until then, may the Lord bless you.